This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We're going to end with that. If you haven't said before, I really don't want. I really don't want something. Achasu Shalom don't mean anybody in the room, but if you know somebody that's having this problem, you need to talk to him. Says the following. In the heat of the day, says the Balaturim, what is Kechayim Hayayim? Says the Balaturim the following, I'd like to read you from inside. And he says the following. Where is this Pesach HaOhel that Avraham was sitting by? In the Gemara in Arabic it says the following. Sha'avraham Yoshev al Pesach Gehenim. Avraham Avinu sits at the gate of hell. And any male that had a bris milah, any male that had a bris milah, he doesn't allow them to fall into Gehenna. Except for a Jewish man who had relations with a non-Jewish woman. The skin is pulled over his bris, the other world. The makiro, and it's not recognizable that this person had a bris. What is this Balatunim talking about? And he goes on, and he says that Chaim Hayyim, the Gematria Gehenna. If you take the word Chaim Hayyim and you add it up, it equals the same numerical value. As the word Gehenna, which means hell. Kichayim Hayom also means the Gematria Dam Mila, the blood of the Bris Mila. Now, what is he talking about? That if a person has relations with a non Jewish girl, that his Bris Mila is not recognizable. So I'd like to ask three, two point three questions to you guys tonight. Number one, God forbid someone had relations with a non Jewish woman. And you would ask him, uh, physically, uh, is everything in place, everything the same? He would tell you, absolutely it is. So what is Balaturim saying? That if a guy has physical relations with a non-Jewish woman, that you won't even be able to tell that he had a bris meal? Of course he will. Nothing really changed. What is this Balaturim saying? Question number one. Question number two. A girl that comes to the next world, who protects her? She doesn't have a bris meal. So Abraham Avinu said that any man that comes and had a bris meal, I'm not letting him go to Gehenna. So what does that do for a girl? Question number two. Question number three. How does Ramavidu know if you had a bris milah? Your body's rotting in the grave. It comes down to the grave to, you know, to check underneath your, what you're wearing to see if you had a bris milah. How does Ramavidu know if a person had a bris milah? So these are all very hard questions to understand. What is this Malaturim? It's Gemara. It's Gemara. It's Gemara in Arabic talking about it. I saw an answer. The answer is in the Zayar. And the answer says the following. It's not talking about a physical piece of skin. Because that's not fair. A guy is eight days old. They give him a bris milah. He stays away from non-Jewish women. He's Machal Shabbos. He eats cake. He's with Jewish women. He commits adultery. He wears shotness. Never puts on filling. Curses. And probably he says, hey, you eight days old. They cost a piece of skin. You can't go to Gehenna. 
That's fair. Ishmael and Arabs have have bris <coughs> So 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 what's going on over here? So the Zayar says it's a little bit scary. The Zayar says it's not talking about a physical piece of skin. <coughs> the Allah, which is this growth, all of the growth, right? This growth is not a person's neshama. So he says that a girl also has a neshama. So he says that any person who comes to the next world, girl or boy, doesn't make a difference. Who their neshama doesn't have, they had a brisk meal, which means that their neshama doesn't have this extra piece on it. Abraham Avinu gets up and he stands and he says, this person you can't let into your hand. So that's already not something that's laying in the grave. It's not a piece of physical skin. It doesn't matter whether you're a boy or a girl. It's on your soul. It has nothing to do with the brisk meal that you had when you were eight days old. So the question is, how do you have a spiritual brisk meal? And what he's saying over here is that a person, this is a scary thing, that a person who sleeps with a non-Jewish woman, there's a piece of oil that covers his neshama, you can't even tell he's a Jew. So therefore, the one Avera that affects the neshama to the extent that she totally, completely takes over him is sleeping with a non-Jew. A Roman who says, that person, you can't, I'm not even allowed, I'm, I'm not protecting him whatsoever. They got to go to Gehenna to get rid of that. To get rid of that, you got to go to Gehenna. I can't say that. So what's the bris milah? How does a person have a bris milah on your soul? How do you do that? And the answer is, the Zaya says, Teshuvah. Teshuvah is like a knife. When a person has a virus and you have that growth on your neshama, you could go and you could cut that growth off by doing tshuva, by asking forgiveness, by admitting what you did wrong, by not doing it again, by praying to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you can cut that off. And if you come to the next world after 120 years and you did tshuva, Robert says about tshuva, about tshuva, you can't let it go again. And he stands there and he protects the person from going again. Therefore, even if a person slept with a non-Jewish woman, he still has a chance to do tshuva. Don't let you think that it's hard to tell you that you can't do tshuva. It's a problem. You have to do tshuva. You might have to go through Gehenna, but you can end up in Ganeda. You don't want to schlepper because in Ganeda they don't allow them in. I told this famous story with me and Machuf last week. I was very close to this very big tzaddik in Eretz Yisrael. He died at 105 years old. He died four years ago. I got many stories of me and him, whatever it is. He was in the other world. He did stuff that I never saw and never will see and never saw before in my life. And all the Kubalim that are holy and real, they all learned by him. My Rebbe Ragam Leo learned by him. Rabbi David Abhatel learned by him. Everybody learned by him. He was very, very holy. I went to him. <coughs> the first time I went to him. And he was screaming at somebody that was with me, why do you use Hashem's name in vain? This person always says, oh my God, oh my God. So I was like, freaked out. He didn't even give him the name. He didn't give him nothing. He walked into the room. This rabbi screaming goes through. What is the chef's name? I was like, oh my God. He sees everything I ever did. I was like, oh, I'm getting out of here. But, but he took a very, very close liking to me. So I was all excited about him. And I, I got to bring my friends. Got to beat them Google, right? Got to bring my friends. He was in the big shot. So I went with one of my friends. Good guy. Right? I came with my friends. I walked to the door. Thomas. Walked to the door. He screams. We didn't even get through the door yet. He's sitting like at that bookshop, right? I walk in and say, Ah! Makhluk mashrumcha. He said, Mashrumcha. Get her out of my house! Get her out of my room! Shaks 
<laughs> my friend and me, there's nobody there. <laughs> he turned green. I'm like, what is he saying? Cleepa, Cleepa! She's with him, Cleepa! You gotta go away, go away, get him out of my room. We'll let him in the room. Later I found out that he talked a slap with a non Jewish woman. And anyone Kaddish that is such a Cleepa that he that, that, that he saw this woman, this this Gaita, he saw her standing next to him. And then I saw him many times as Isaiah says in the next world, the biggest side, except with the guy, she holds on to you like a dog, Kekelev. And the more you try to pull away, like what does the dog do? He holds on even tighter. So the guy could be the biggest sadic. If you did that Aveira and you didn't do chuva, you come to Ganei then. So they don't, they don't come here. You can't bring them in here. So Chris has to do chuva now. Chris has to do chuva before he goes to the next world. And that's what the Baal Turim is saying. The Baal Turim is saying that you can, you can cut it off. You can get rid of that Arla, but you have to do chuva. Otherwise, it's never had all of it, and, and, and Avraham Avinu is not going to say to you, even on your Averis, but any about Chuba, that's what he'll say. And that goes to the beginning of my share, boys. The Rebbe, I can't. I can't do it. I can't break away from it. I need this, and I need that, and I need this, and I need that. I can't do it, Rebbe. I try, and I try, and I try, but I have such a type of, and a lust, and a need, and women, and women, and this out there, and that out there, pornography, and I got to go this, and massage followers, and all this stuff that guys are telling me about, and, and but I don't even, I'm not on tape, so I could say, and companies bars, and all these things that guys go through, all this title that you run after, and you're like, Rebbe, I can't help it. What do you want from me? I can't help it. I'm not married. I can't help it. My hands are shaking. My body's shaking. First Rashi, I told you. Body's shaking. Your hands are shaking. You can't do it yourself. Turn to Akash Baruch and say, hold my hand. you got to help me. i got to stop this. you got to help me. Akash says, no problem. I'll hold your hand. You won't have to do it yourself. I'll help you do it. But you got to turn to Akash Baruch and you got to ask him. Otherwise, you're going to sit Kechayim Hayyayim by yourself. Kechayim Hayyayim by Gematria Gehenna. Life is not a joke. Life is not a game. You can't just do whatever you want and think, eh, I'm a good Jew. There's consequence for everything that you do. <laughs> and every other you do, that little arla that's on your soul gets a little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. And you gotta cut a little bit more. And you gotta cut a little bit more. But the first thing you gotta do if you wanna do true is you gotta hold it. You gotta get your hands on it. You gotta get your hands on yourself. You gotta hold yourself. You gotta understand who I am, what I am, what my potential is. I'm alive. I can change my life. I'm still alive. I can do anything. And you got to ask for Kosh Baruch help. And if you can do that, then Kachayim Hayom is going to change for Christ for all of you. Because there's going to be another Kachayim Hayom, boys. Kachayim Hayom is the Gematria Gehenna, but there's a, in, the, in the Navi, he talks about another Kachayim Hayom. That when Mashiach comes, Kosh Baruch will take out the sun that he used to create the world. A, a sun that's so hot, but not hot physically, hot spiritually. The Arhaganos, it's called. The sun that's hidden. And that sun will be taken out. And that sun will be, before it says, to every machlin in the world. We can change the Kachem Hayyam from Gehenim to Mashiach. But the first thing you need to do is to bring Mashiach to yourself. We can't bring Mashiach to the world because we bring Mashiach to ourselves. So we got to go inside. We didn't want to put this on tape. It's not something for the whole world. It's something for this Chabura. Yeah, you get a little bit extra by being here. Something for this Chabura, you have to understand... If someone did that Avera or did other Avera, it's not over. Very clear, the Rambam. Nothing stands in front of Chuba. There's no Avera in the world that stands in front of Chuba. Make sure that after 120 years when you come to the next world and you stand in front of Gehenna or Gehenna, you have to get to Gehenna, you got to go past Gehenna. 
that Avraham Avinu said, him? <coughs> bris Mila. He had a Bris Mila. There's no hole on that nefesh. He's a tshuva. <coughs> and he guaranteed to be an Eden, to be an Elam Haba. We should all have this course to see the Shia from her the main You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.